this will be the background music yeah. and, and it will be fine. Why not? Yeah. You know, totally be on Just make sure that, that you, way. as you do introduction and stuff, that you mention the background noise. Just say, hey, sure. got a lot going on. We're going to have some background noise, but hey, just bear with us. Okay. I okay. can do that. All right. Whenever you're ready, Raymond, uh, make right. sure, Nicole, you get close to your microphone when you talk. Yeah. You okay. want to be right up on it. You want to be like, Almost kissing it. Okay, not <laughs> <laughs> not quite like that. Like that really Good thing we got Lysol. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gonna need to do that now. Wipe my nose across it. <laughs> okay, okay, we got it all out. <laughs> all right, good. Hey, good day, paranormal peeps. So we are on uh, location now in Washington State. Jamie and myself decided to travel up and visit some family, and wouldn't you know it, one of our members lives in Washington State. So, we'd like to introduce you all to Nicole. Hello. And also, we have Jamie. Yo. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, caught me off guard. I mean, hello. (laughs) So, we... uh, we're at Nicole's uh, residence at the moment, and they are getting ready to move. So please um, bear with some of the uh, the background noise and uh, some of the uh, little talking and stuff that you might hear in the background. Yes, you, you, you'll you hear some talking and, you know, uh, I promise they're not EVPs. <laughs> <laughs> they're actual people. We can see them. <laughs> yes, they are alive. So we wanted to, uh, we just wanted to let all of you guys meet Nicole and kind of talk about the beginnings of our group. Um, we've been uh, officially together for about, what, four years now? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and Jamie, how would you tell us uh, how we got started with all of this? Well, if you, all of our listeners remember uh, our first episode meeting your peeps um i kind of told the story about how we got this all started but let me go over it a little bit again so i've always been in the paranormal from a young age um my husband josh he was yeah kind of scared of it scared i was terrified okay I i was being nice you know you're a big guy i just figured saying that you were whiny girl about it was, you know, not nice, but you want to go there. (laughs) Look, I can admit I was absolutely terrified and I probably would have wet myself uh, back then. Yeah, maybe. But so I happened to be just looking on my phone and I came across Waverly tickets. Um, It was a big event that was going on in Louisville, Kentucky, and I wanted to go. And so I took it to Josh and I said, can we go? Can we buy tickets? And I think tickets were like 255 a piece. And he kind of looked at me and he was really just kind of hesitant. And he finally said, okay, let's do it. Um, so we pulled the trigger. We bought the tickets. Uh, we booked our flights, hotel, rental car. And it was, I don't know, it was a few months away from then, wasn't it? Yeah, I think we booked the tickets like November. Yeah. And this was in April of 2017. Anyways, um, yeah, so that's how it all started. And we flew to Louisville, Kentucky, actually Indiana. Yep, flew to Indianapolis, Indiana. Got our rental car, went and stayed in the most ghetto motel. Uh, I think Josh booked it online through 
What was it? I think it was Priceline. It was Priceline. And so the picture they show was of this nice room. We're thinking, oh, that's a wicked deal. It's great. He booked it. We get there and we discover that, oh my gosh, um, I don't know. It, it was scary. It was. It was bad. The pictures were actually of the other building that they just purchased and remodeled. Yes. And so ours had dirt, dust, um, grime. I think there was some black, maybe mold around the bathroom oh, rings. No. Yeah. Uh, torn so torn curtains, no lighting, you know. I've been terrified. To yeah. Be yeah. You sit on the toilet, it rocks back and forth like a rocking chair. I mean, it was just that bad. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was awful. You didn't want to so touch gross. anything. <laughs> Anyways, um, but that, that was in Indianapolis, and it was just a short drive over to Kentucky. Yeah, we stayed right across the border uh, yeah. from Louisville. Yeah, so we ended up going. Uh, we, it was a horrible day because it started at like 4 a.m., and we caught our flights. That took forever, delays. Um, we, we finally get there, drop off our luggage. We head down to the VFW there in Louisville, uh, yep. where we're going to go listen to uh, Josh Gates and Steve Gonzalez, John Zaffis, Dustin Perry, kind of talk a little bit and give their lectures. And, I mean, you could just, in the pictures, you just kind of see us. We look like we've kind of partially melted. So we look yeah, like was- The Walking Dead. <laughs> It was, it was bad. Yeah. And we got photographs to prove it. It was horrible. <laughs> but it was worth it. It was Absolutely. worth it. Um, because the only way we were going to get to meet Josh Gates, which was high on my priority list, was if we went that Friday night, even though our tickets were for Saturday. So they allowed us to go to the lectures on Friday because Josh Gates, at the last minute, his series has got, had gotten renewed. And so he had to be in Chicago. So right after the Friday night lecture, he was leaving. So he wouldn't be there on Saturday. Yeah. And that was the secret episode. Or yes. Not, yeah. Yeah. The secret. Yeah. On uh, Expedition Unknown. Yep. Yeah. And so yes. what was crazy is we thought we were going to miss it. We did. We were so we, close to missing it. We got there an hour late. Yes. And yeah, that was awful. And um, I don't ever recommend this, but I didn't do the speed limit the entire 190 miles. <laughs> And we made it in record time. Imagine that. Yes. <laughs> but it was worth it. It was worth it, guys. So Saturday night rolled around. And, you know, we kind of drove down uh, back to a residential area in a cul-de-sac uh, where if you looked up the hill, there was Waverly. And yep. we kind of, Josh kind of hiked up there. But you can't. They have cameras, okay? So you cannot go on. Don't put your feet on their property. They will have you arrested. They will. And I don't know exactly where their property line falls. So best thing to do is not trek up there um, and uh, risk getting arrested for trespassing. Yeah, not worth it. No, absolutely not. But we got some okay photos. Sure did. Uh, We didn't trespass. So that was all good. So then we attended the lectures again on Saturday night. Yes. And then it was time for investigation. It was. So I I actually shared a video, I think it was today, that I had taken on Facebook Live of us driving up and parking and getting our first look at Waverly, Waverly Hills Sanatorium. And it was amazing. You see it on TV, you see it in pictures, it doesn't do it justice. Not at all. Not at all. Not, not no. at all. 
So we get out. Josh is nervous. And I'm like, let me in. Let me go. I want to go. Let's go. And he's a little nervous. Little. I was, I was still terrified back then. I was excited. I was thrilled. But we're standing there. They divide us into groups. And I think we were down. We were starting down on the first floor with Steve Gonzalez. Yes. Our group was. And, um, and then, you know, you kind of just rotate. And when you got to the fourth floor, then they said from there on, you can just kind of go where you want. You don't have to be with the group. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we were supposed to be rotating. Um, I think that lasted all of like probably 20 minutes. And then people oh, just that. started wandering. Yeah. So, well, the place is massive. It's massive, and they overbooked it, which is Im- almost impossible to think that you could overbook a venue like that, but they shoved over 100 of us in About that, 125 total. Yeah, in that building, and it was awful. Um, and so, and for those, of who, for those of you who have been in Waverly, the first floor isn't very big, um, and it does include the death tunnel, which is great, and which is, you know is where everybody wants to go and investigate. And so then you, you know, you can't ever get alone. Um, it's hard to get EVPs or any type of real investigation going on. So we decided to go trekking up floors quickly. Where do we end up? Did we end up at five most of the time? I thought we ended up on five most of the night because that was the one place where people didn't like to hang out other than in front of, um, the nurse's station, the nurse's Mm. room where, um, Nurse Mary uh, was found hanging. Other than there, in that room area, most people um, actually were inside the building. Yeah. So. But let's we'll cut this a little bit more short. Um, I when we kind of wandered back down to the first floor where Steve was, um, I recorded him and asked him if he could say hi to my family because we were doing Facebook Live and. I had my sisters, my dad, my stepmom, and everybody, and, you know, they were all kind of, they were watching, and they were excited for us, and I wanted to share it with them so bad, and I wish that they were there with me, um, and so Steve Gonzalez said, hey, you know, Morden family, he said, you know, next time I want to see all of you here, and so that night, after most everybody cleared out, and I think we were the last, almost the last ones to walk out, Josh and I. Along with Steve, yeah, along with Steve Gonzalez. Um, We talked about it on the way back to our our ghetto motel. And we talked about booking a trip two years from then and getting dad and my sisters to go. And we were so excited. And we, we, we ended up talking to the family about it. Everybody was psyched. And we decided we're going to start saving money. We're going to plan this and we're going to do it. Yep. And that was kind of the uh, the birth of, uh, at the time, um, we were cold spot of the heart. And so that was kind of the birth of our paranormal group. T-shirts and everything. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we did. We had T-shirts made. Um, we did. Uh, we got a cameo from Jason Haas from Ghost Hunters. We also got a cameo done for us uh, by Grant Wilson from Ghost Hunters. Uh, and he was on the Queen Mary when he did his cameo, which was just amazing. I was so thrilled. Yeah. And we also got one from, uh, what's his name? From Ghost Adventures. Not Zach. Nick Groff. Yeah, Nick. And that When he was still on Ghost Adventures. When, yeah, before he, uh, actually, no, it's after he had left. Was it? Yeah. 
So we got cameos. Uh, they wish Cold Spot of the Heart a great investigation at Waverly Hills Sanatorium. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. I was shocked that we even got half the stuff we did with how fast our stuff was draining in power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk a little bit about before the investigation. Let's talk about the start of the trip. So the start of the trip was dad and my sister, Nicole, driving from Deer Park, Washington to Saratoga Springs, Utah. Nicole, tell us a little bit about how that trip was, just oh, you and dad. man. So obviously we're tired. We tried leaving at, what, 3, 4 in the morning, something like that? Yeah, you sent me a video. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we're driving, you know, we're getting gas, we're all... We're all excited because we know what we're doing. And it was within like an hour of driving that we realized how early it really was. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long drive. We, had to switch, we switched back and forth with driving. You know, he drove sometimes, I drove other times. But, you know, you use your GPS. When you're going somewhere, especially Kentucky or Utah, places you've never been, you use GPS. Absolutely. My dad did not like GPS. That's not how you go. You got to go this way, not that way. <laughs> Isn't that just like a dad? What, yeah. I don't care what your phone says. <laughs> I know a shortcut. <laughs> but the drive there was just great. I mean, I've I've been like, before this trip, the only place I'd been farthest away was Missouri. And right. that was on a plane. So the, being in a car for this whole Big trip. Big difference. Amazing. Yeah. I would, I thank God every day that I was able to go on that trip. And it was phenomenal. So what did you think of Utah, the mountains? And what would you think when you saw how close those were and... Yeah, so I hear Utah, or at least I used to hear Utah, and I'm thinking what probably other people think when they're thinking of Utah is... Mormons? <laughs> well, yes. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Also, um, flat. I'm just thinking, okay, it's going to be like flat around there. It's heading towards, you know... Nope, we get there, and there are mountains everywhere, and it's gorgeous. Snow-capped mountains. Yes, and it's beautiful. It is. Gosh, I loved it. And that little coffee shop. Oh, there's a coffee shop across from you guys' apartment that I get to every <laughs> that's, morning. That's true. I remember you doing yes. that. Yep. Yes. Yeah, and it's still real busy today, too. Like, you go over there in the morning. There's about 12, 15 cars uh, piled up in that drive through just to get coffee. So, yeah, it's still popular. It's popular, and yeah, I've never went over there and gotten a coffee. Oh, you should Never should've. It's a Once. shame. Really? I don't know why. What's wrong with me? Do you me? drink coffee? I drink coffee. Well, what, I know. What's wrong with me? your apartment. Right. Instead, we... <laughs> drive over to the next town and get a coffee. I don't I don't yeah. get it. I'm sorry. It, yeah, it doesn't make it. any sense. <laughs> so you were you guys stayed with us what two days before we uh, officially took the trip? Yes, I took over Azariah's bedroom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and dad was in the guest room. Yeah. So everybody was comfortable. Azariah was well. in the closet. <laughs> the walk in closet. Yeah. On an air mattress. We kind of built him a fort, you know, and you know, kids, you know, he loved it. Yeah. Heck, I almost slept in there. <laughs> like forts come on who doesn't <laughs> so after two days we uh we were on the road and we left early we left it was early. Really early yeah the sun was not even up no nope. and yeah. we hit we hit snow and kind of a little bit of nasty roads yeah i think the sun was still down when we hit wyoming and then uh um that's when we hit the snowstorm right at, right as we entered into wyoming yeah yeah absolutely so that was a bit Nuts. Yeah. But yeah. we got to watch the sun come up, you guys. That's true. But Dad and I got our own little creepy hotel room story when you guys stayed in that, um, what is it called? A yurt. 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 I kept wanting to call it a Yeti. When you stayed in a yurt <laughs> and we were like, no, we're going to stay in this motel. Yeah. And it was ones that doesn't even have the card. It still has a key. So they give you nice. a key with a keychain. I'm going, this, this doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> we open it and I'm looking around going, 
Oh, at least we're just sleeping. We're just sleeping. But I needed to shower. I get in the shower. Either burning your skin hot or ice cold. Right. And dad can hear me screaming. He's like, <laughs> uh, on the phone with mom going, yeah, I, I don't think the shower works. <laughs> at least not well. No. I was like, we should have just stayed in a yurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So our first stop on this trip was Lincoln, Nebraska for the night. And I think Josh picked out the hotel. And it was a nice one. Yeah. It was a nice one. I remember dad being kind of mad at the price. And it's like, yeah. okay, you got to pay a little more. I think we paid like 84 or 85, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but they were nice rooms. And they were comfortable beds. And we got a good night's sleep. Ours had a jacuzzi, which Ours had a jacuzzi. <laughs> no, oh, we were... That been the first thing I did. <laughs> oh, we were so tired. We were so tired. Yeah. And so the next morning, you know, we all get up, we shower. And Nicole sends me this picture uh, t- you know, she texts me this picture on my cell phone and it's of her like, you know, with a cup of coffee, you know, looking all groggy and her glasses <laughs> on crooked. And so <laughs> it was funny. It was a great way to start the day with a laugh. And we were on the road again. Yep. Uh, and that's when we crossed in over into Missouri and then started mm-hmm. heading south towards St. Louis. Louis. Yes. And we got to see the St. Louis Arch, which was pretty cool. Is that yep. where we all ate at the Cracker Barrel? That's yes. where we ate at the Cracker yes. Barrel, yeah. I got to go up in that arch. Did you year. really? When I was in Missouri, when I lived there for a very short amount of time. Right. We, I still don't, I remember it being expensive. That's all I remember. But you get to go up to the top, and of course the windows are arched. Right. So when you look out, man, you want to talk about something that's going to put you on your butt. It makes really? you dizzy. Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't know if I could do it. I like seeing it from afar as we kind of drove over the bridge and around. Yeah, and, then, and that was good enough for me. And then hooked <laughs> left and went west. Yes. Or sorry, east. And then we, um, yeah, we made it Kentucky the second day. We did. We stayed in that beautiful, the Hilton. Yeah. Is that what it was? Uh, was Hilton it? home to Hilton. home, home to suites or, home something, to suites like or something like that. Yes. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. Beautiful. And it was big enough for all of us to stay together. So there was Josh, myself, and there was our son, and then there was uh, Nicole and dad. Yeah. And we were all able to fit in there comfortably without, like, you know, tripping over each other and being in each other's yep. way. And it just worked out really great. Now, that was when I did the joke on him. Yeah. We were in it that was. Room. <laughs> so it was April Fool's. It was April 1st. Mm-hmm. And Nicole decides, hey, I got this great joke. I want to play on dad. And so I'm like, okay, I'll film it. And so she pretends to get a phone call. And tell him what you did. So I'm sitting like right next to dad on one of the beds. And he's, you know, sitting with his legs off to the side facing Jamie and Jamie and Stacy, Jamie and Josh. <laughs> and um, so I go like this. I'm telling them, you know, go with it. And I have my hand, my phone to my ear. And I was like, uh, yeah, this is Nicole. <laughs> Making it seem like the bank's calling me to tell me that I'm overdrawn and I don't have any money. And granted, this is we just got to Kentucky. So obviously I'm going to need more money <laughs> throughout this trip, but I made sure she was, she was taping it so that I could see the look on dad's face. <laughs> it was priceless. And he did was like, what the hell are we going to do? <laughs> and I finally looked at him and told it, April fools. And he was, let's just say some choice words came out of his mouth. <laughs> but he did kind of chuckle after he was yes. done cussing her out. Yes. So it was, it was good. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was that was hilarious. Yeah. So the day of our Waverly investigation, so we had it that that next day on um, in the evening, but during the day we ended up like going to Walmart. We bought, I think you bought like a little Simon Says toy. Yeah. We bought some chalk. We bought you know a ball, a ball because you know Timmy's supposed to be on marbles. the third floor. Yeah, yeah marbles. Um, little boy on the third floor, Waverly Hills. I so still we have got, the duck that says for Timmy on it. That's awesome. <laughs> I should have left it there. <laughs> He's probably, well, maybe he came to get it. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So we did that, and then we decided to go to Churchill Downs, where they have the Kentucky Derby, and we took the tour there. We went through the museum, and that was amazing. We had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, they had some beautiful things there, so... And it was, uh, I think it was like two weeks before the actual derby. So we were it was pretty close. close to derby time when we were there. Yeah, yeah, it was close. But we did that, and that was a lot of fun. And then we kind of, they took us down to the racetrack, so you can kind of go that down there. It was just beautiful. Oh, yeah. I was like, nobody touch it. <laughs> don't touch it. It's beautiful don't dirt. Don't touch the dirt. It's great. It's beautiful <laughs> dirt. So we ended up doing that, and then I think we went to eat. And then we went back to the hotel because we all were going to try and take naps before it was go time. Which didn't work out for I you and I, Josh. I, I heard Nicole snoring. I was snoring in yeah, the middle you, of the day. Yeah. Yeah. You took a nap and you were snoring. It was soft. <laughs> it was very ladylike snoring. So I was like, you're, I you're didn't good. Think I snored. It wasn't, it, it wasn't a chainsaw or you know a bomb going off oh, or anything like that. <laughs> good. I'm glad. Trust me, if it was, I would have recorded it and let you know. Absolutely. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, we, we kind of all try to take a nap. And then Stacy and Karina, so Stacy, uh, who's our brother, he, him and his wife caught a flight from um, Washington into Kentucky. Um, we all kind of donned our uh, Colts by the Heart shirts and we watched the cameos. I took some pictures of everybody and we were pretty much off to Waverly after that. Yep. Gotta say, seeing that building, like when you're driving up, you can't see it can't see the building until you get parked and then you come out of those doors and to just look up and it is it is the definition of awesome yes the way that this building looked it's a little intimidating uh, yeah. a little bit yeah a little bit it, it just kind of looms over you and you just feel that energy coming off of it yeah so what's really neat is the first time we went there we had 125 people in the building with us right it was a public one so yeah. and it was a public investigation the second time we went, we had eight. Eight people in that entire building. Yep. It was amazing. And where do we choose to start off the entire night? Death Tunnel. Death Tunnel. Yes. And you know, so for those that don't know, our dad had an artificial leg. Mm-hmm. And, but this is, and you know, and it, and it bothered him. I mean, obviously it's not the most comfortable thing. Uh, I know it gave him a lot of problems and, and kind of um, pain and stuff. But this man... I was I was amazed. He made it all the way down, all the way down that death tunnel. And he made it all the way back up. And still did all, what, six floors? Five. Five floors, yeah. Yeah, and he did. He did. I was blown away. He was determined. This was a trip of a lifetime, I think, for him. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, for all of us, really. And it was just, it amazed me. He amazed me. He did, um, one of the things that he, when we were going down the death tunnel, he says, you stand on the slope, I'm going to take the stairs. And I had a hold of him, but like you said, he did an amazing job. He did yeah. amazing. He couldn't even make it through most of Churchill's, mm-hmm. but when it came to Waverly, he wasn't going to quit. Yeah. He did not give up. Nope. Not even, not once. No. Amazing. So when we're down at the bottom of the death tunnel doing our first, you know, EVP session and, um... And, and that stuff going on. What did you guys feel? How did you guys feel down there? Uh, there was a lot of echo in that yes. in the tunnel. A lot of echo, which had me confused. As, Wait, did I really just hear something or not? You know? Right. And I know that usually when you ask a question and you want an answer, you got to be quiet afterwards. Sometimes that wasn't being done, you know, a lot. You'd ask a question and then stop two seconds, ask another question. And- oh, I think it was the excitement. I think we were yeah. just all charged yeah. and just like ready. Yes, we were. <laughs> 
it was really hard to just <coughs> zip it <laughs> yeah. for too no long. But the echoing was throwing me off, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and when Josh and I went through the audio and video of the death tunnel, we didn't we didn't get anything. No. Mm-hmm. No. And it does happen. I mean, not you're not going to get something every time. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, you should feel blessed that when you do get stuff because it's not easy for spirits to communicate at times and um, and the conditions have to be right. And so, you know, with the digital recorders and stuff, you know, it definitely didn't, you know, we definitely didn't get anything down there um, this time. And we've gotten things down in the tunnel before. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it, it was it was really neat. Um, yeah. And then we went back up. Um, the interesting thing is, so first floor and death tunnel, like I said, are connected. But because when we went, we went actually in cold time uh, in April. And so they block off part of the section. So in order to get into the death tunnel, you have to go through the outside and then, uh, to the tunnel. And so, um, we had to, you know, kind of make a special trip for that. So, uh, we decided to start off there. And then when we got back up to the gift shop and our kind of our base camp, uh, we decided to split up. We did. Where did did you and dad start off? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, dad and I went to the third floor, right? We went to the third, um, those, I think that was the floor that had my name all over the walls. Oh, yeah. It was everywhere. In it fact, we everywhere. got a picture of you in, squatting yep. down. And I think that's in the video, too, that we yeah. took. Yes. Yeah. And it was crazy. I was like, that says Nicole. Some of it said Nicole. Some said Nikki. And I'm looking around going, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool, little, but kind of creepy. A little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and... And I know I know you went with us uh, to the prison beforehand uh, <laughs> on an investigation, but um, you didn't because of the weather and, and stuff. You didn't really investigate. So this was really your first Big. investigation. Yeah, it yeah. was. I mean, I know I experienced some cool things at <clears throat> um, Deer Lodge, excuse me, but I don't know what it was. I got so cold mm-hmm. and like well, shaking. it was. That, we had that yeah. snowstorm. It was like 18. eighteen. It was cold. It was yeah, cold. It was that was a tough one. And here I am in a shirt and t-shirt with a leather vest or leather vest and a leather Coat. jacket on. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know why you weren't warm. I, I mean, <laughs> I went through some of it. I didn't get to go through all of it, which I can't wait to go back so yeah. I can. Absolutely. And. It's kind of become a tradition. Yes. It has. Yes. But so you and dad were on the third floor. And I think Stacy and Karina, were they down on the second or were they on the first? No, they stayed on the first floor. They went to the uh, electroshock therapy room. Mm, that's right. I thought, okay. And then you and I took the fourth. We went in the fourth. We went to surgical. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is that the one where we climbed in to where they had the bodies? Oh, no. Uh, no, no. That was the morgue. That was the morgue. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That was the morgue. Okay. So the, electro, the electroshock therapy room was across the hall uh, from the morgue. Oh, yes. okay. So that way, if you fried them too hard, you can just put them in the... <laughs> At least they're next to each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice, Josh. Thank you. But Josh and I started up on the fourth floor. Uh, we went into the surgical room. We put down a camera on a tripod, a digital recorder. Yep. And we decided, you know what? We're going to leave it there. We're going to walk away. So this surgical room, they had a team come in before, and they were kind of provoking uh, the spirits, and the door slammed shut, and they couldn't get it open, and the fire fire department had to come, and they couldn't get it open. So from then on, when they finally got these folks out, from then on, they put this metal kind of pipe to hold the door open so that if it slams shut, it can't fully shut because the pipe's in the way. 
Yeah. So I was I was a little nervous because I was like waiting what for it shots? to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, you know, they probably know what I'm thinking. It's going to happen. But anyways, we left the digital recorder and the tripod camera there. Um, and we wandered down to the other end of four, clear down the other end. And you can kind of hear us on the digital, you know, fading away as we walk. But what we picked up... And did we pick that up on the video or on just the recorder? No, that was just on the digital itself. Okay, so what we picked up is what sounds like shuffling around the devices that we left on the floor in the middle of surgical. Kind of like, you know, doctors will wear the booties over their feet, and that's what it sounds like. And you hear off and on, and then you hear what sounds like kind of like a pebble or something, like they kick it as they're dragging their feet. Yeah. So we hear that a few times. And I remember as I was going through the digital recorder audio, I I was just sitting there and it got real quiet because after our voices fade out, it's just quiet. And then I'm like half asleep, but I'm listening with the headphones on. And all of a sudden you hear a woman scream, help me out of nowhere. Yeah, it was. It was, it kind of curdles your blood a little bit. Little bit, yeah. It, it was really scary. And the thing is, is you know, Josh and I were up on that floor, and in the time that we were recording all this, we never heard nothing. This was only came across on the digital recorder. Yeah, and we were uh, by the time I think we were at the very other end of four when we picked up that EVP. We were because you couldn't hear us. No. Yeah, we were quite a ways away. But what's amazing is Jamie had a digital recorder on her. That she was carrying, um, and that picked up that scream. Yes, yeah, it did. So, uh, two digital recorders about five hundred feet apart, or more, or more, and picked up the it's same EVP. Yeah. So, it's so absolutely amazing. It was amazing. Did you and Dad have anything happen to you down on third? One of the things that we did, um, Dad was really good at asking the questions, you know, and then just waiting to hear right. something back. And I remember, I swear, I heard someone go, hi there. Nice. And so we're listening to it over again. Hi there. Hi there. And I was like, was that, that wasn't me. Because, Josh, one of the things you taught me with this is don't whisper. If you're going to talk, talk. Yep. Because you don't want to be confused with, you know, something coming through. Exactly. And so that's one of the things that we are doing. Well, here's the thing. We caught some stuff on third. We definitely caught stuff on fifth. And... The recorder we got, we didn't give it to Josh to let us know how to use it because we thought this light that kept going off meant it was recording. No, it it cut off if, when silence. When silence hit, it cut off mm-hmm. and just went right back to when somebody was talking. Yeah, so it's yeah. voice activated. Exactly. So then yeah. it does sound like we're saying, is someone here? What's your name? Exactly. Like, Why is there no space? I know there was space. But that whole investigation, we got nothing because of it. We always learn the hard way, don't we? Yes. <laughs> But that's a good lesson to learn. So um, all of you out there, if you guys uh, do go out on an investigation and do have a digital recorder, if it has active uh, voice recording where it it turns on and records when there's uh, voices being spoken or uh, words being spoken, don't let it be on that mode Mm -hmm. or you're going to miss stuff. Because most of the time, spirits do not come through loud enough to set that off. And so it's just you're just going to miss a bunch of stuff. Yeah, that's the, true. And the cool part about the floor with Timmy on it is the duck. I sat down in the middle of the, the hallway. Right. And the mor- marbles. Because I figured, well, geez, how old was Timmy and how long ago was this? They probably played marbles. Right. So then we just, we left him right there, said, go ahead and play with those. Those are yours. And just kept walking around to see if we can get anything else. 
Well, when we came back, the duck was in the same spot, but the marbles had spread. Now, again, I'm putting marbles down on a concrete floor. Maybe they're just moving to move. But I made sure they were sitting still when we left. Yeah. And when I came back, the marbles were moved, which was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I want to talk a little bit about when we all went up as a group on to five. Up to five? Up to five. And we talked about Nurse Mary. Um, I know that Nicole did the speak and spell. Or not speak and spell, but the uh, Simon Simon Says says little electronic game. And I know that we picked up a few pretty good EVPs up there. Full sentence EVPs. Yes. Which you know are amazing in themselves. Absolutely. Didn't we get one of the best ones was when we were out on the on the dock on the top floor, right? Or not the dock, the deck. We were over and we swore that we saw a dark mass walk by. Oh yeah, and it was low to the ground, yes, right? Yes. And it kind of flew across the doorway on the outside. Yep. Por- part yep, portion exactly. of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's when Stacy, Karina, and myself went off to what would have been the kids' wing. Yeah, you didn't go far. No, we, no. <laughs> we could hear you. No, we, we didn't go far. Um, but if you go up on, up on five, um, there's uh, two sections. So when you come up, there's the elevators and uh, there's a nursing station area. And then um, off to the one side, you have the children. Um, the children's wing, essentially. That's where the, the little kids, the little, little kids, um, that's where they stayed. Yes. And then on the other side was what was the critical care wing. So those are the people that were really bad off. Yeah. And so Stacy, Karina, and myself, we went off to the child side, and we kind of left you guys in the middle and kind of do your own thing. Yep. So is that when you guys saw... Whatever it is you saw. Well, Nicole saw it. I I never saw it. I don't think Dad saw it either. But it sure made her jump. <laughs> yeah. And it was crazy because we had gone through so much already. I mean, pretty sure we caught EVPs, you know, and the stuff that we were hearing. But that was the first time during that trip. Or I wouldn't say ever because when I was younger, that's what got me into this stuff was what I saw. But first time during this trip that I saw something that really made me just jump. Right. And, of course, you know, we tried to debunk it. And, yeah. And we, you know... We couldn't come up with anything. It doesn't mean that it was paranormal, um, but it, it definitely leaves you to question. A black wolf? <laughs> <laughs> so what, Just on top of the hospital. <laughs> did, it, did it look like an animal? What, I mean, what did you see? It was low to the ground, that's for sure, but I swear it was a person because you could, like, the way it was running, the way it did this. Like, you can't see me. Why am I saying that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the way, you know, when you're booking it, it looked yeah. like that, and it just went whoosh. Okay. Right across. So then, are we thinking like what knee high, hip high? About hip high. Are, about we, thinking, high. are we thinking leprechaun? Yes, leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> Me pot of gold. Me pot of gold. Yeah, it's really. Um, so yeah, so it sounds like you saw a little, like a little child. It could have been a child. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. With its size, yeah, definitely. So let's talk a little bit about the couple of EVPs that we got. There was a couple in there that really, well, one made me laugh. One really creeped me out. Um, so I'm going to tell the one about. Uh, where Nicole was talking to Nurse Mary, and we were outside of the nurse's station there, um, and the location where Mary was found hung. Yep. Um, and she's talking, and she's talking about how she's sorry um, that Mary had died that in that manner and what she went through. You hear this male voice come through, and it says, I want to strangle her. And it's clear. It's what I would uh, say is a class A EVP. Yeah, most definitely. It is definitely. very clear. It is very pronounced. 
Um, and it was really creepy. But then we ended up getting another one down a little, a little ways on five where Josh, Stacy, and Krina were. You remember that one, Josh? Yeah. And so um, that wasn't my recorder that picked it up, was it? That was yours, right? You know, I'm really not sure which one it was. Okay, I just know it was down there. You were talking. You were asking some sort of a question, and you said um, something about Stacy. Yeah, so I, I, so I was doing a dowsing rod session at the time, um, and so I was, uh, I was asking if the spirit was standing behind um, Stacy and Karina because you kind of get that uh, feeling that something was was over in that area, and so we get this uh, another uh, class A EVP come through that says, "I think she's a prostitute." Oh, yes. that's right. And I cracked up. I I just lost <laughs> it. I was like, oh, you smart ass ghost. But, you know, here here's the really interesting part, though. This is what really got me is the EVP that I got saying I want to strangle her. And the one that was down by Josh, Stacey and Karina saying I think she's a prostitute is the exact same male voice. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So he was definitely whoever this spirit was. He wasn't nice, and he was definitely kind of following us around yeah. up there. So I think you have a theory on who the spirit was, correct? Correct. I really believe, so, you know, there's so many, you know, you can you can kind of do some research and do some digging online um, about Nurse Mary there at Waverly. Um, you know, some say she hung herself, that she was having an affair with a doctor, um, and she became pregnant and when she told him, you know, he didn't want anything to do with her and it broke her heart. And so they say she hung herself. Well, now there's another, there's other stories of where this doctor tried to perform an abortion on Mary, on Mary. Uh, he botched it and she died. And so him and like an orderly or whatever there, um, kind of hung her outside of the nurse's station to make it look as though she hung herself. But there's a lot of controversy kind of surrounding this. Yeah. Um, you know, they're saying, well, if she hung herself. Why was she bleeding from her abdomen and all this stuff? So there's a lot of, um, you know, other theories out there. But I really, I get the sense that it was this doctor. I really get the sense that those EVPs that we got, it was him. Yeah, I think, you know, that part, I, I I mean, I kind of get the same feeling with that because it's so ominous and it's so um, almost angry in in a way. Like it was very angry. I mean, how can you really go and say I want to strangle her? And I think she's a prostitute. He's very insulting, very negative. Yeah, angry doesn't. I don't think begin to cover it. No, I I don't think so. You know, the interesting thing too, though, I think the one thing that people have to understand is like. You know, they're like, well, why didn't they investigate the, the, the death and all of that stuff? Because all of this was during the tuberculosis pandemic, people, um, I don't think they always realize, um, at that time, Waverly was its lockdown type of quarantine city. So, you know, you went there and, you know, you either got better um, or you didn't. Um, and the staff wasn't allowed to leave. So they stayed on the top of this hill um, until the pandemic was over. Um, and so they would have done their own autopsy at the time and their own investigation 
into, you know, what happened. And so it's very possible that the very doctor that killed her is the one that wrote her death certificate. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I also want to talk a little bit about when we went down to the morgue and that's where they have the slabs where they put, you know, the drawers where they put the bodies. Uh, Josh went down there and he crawled in there first on the bottom one. Uh, they have like a plywood board down there. And you're allowed to crawl down on the bottom one. Did I go in first? I thought Nicole went uh, in first. Yeah, I was pretty sure did, I went in first. Did you went in yeah. first? Yeah. Okay, I so maybe, maybe Nicole went in first. How'd you feel in there? Not great. And not just because I'm a little claustrophobic. Right. But you get in there and everybody, you know, is quiet. Your group's quiet. And you lay there. And it's just that feeling of chill all down your body. Like, you would have seen goosebumps everywhere with the way it felt. How could you not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then the, I said, okay, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Let me get yeah. me out of here. <laughs> she, she wasn't in there long. No. I don't blame her. I wasn't, you know, the thing is I would have crawled in there, but I don't know if I could have got back out. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was hard. It like, was tough. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm pro- I think it was the biggest individual. You're uh, broad shoulder. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a small guy and it was tough to crawl in there. In fact, I'm pretty sure we have a video or some audio of me going, ow, my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> I didn't think anything of it, guys. He says that all the time. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was definitely surreal um, kind of laying on the in that spot. Like, it's not a, I mean, it's just a piece of plywood, right? So it's not the actual body trays or anything like that. Um, no, but knowing yeah, how many people had lied there before you. Well, yeah. and the sides... That had passed. Yeah. The sides is what got me. You know, I'd go in there and i have my hands on the sides and all I'm thinking of is, this sounds really ridiculous, but who else touched these? <laughs> you know, but they, right. they get put in there when they're already passed. Yeah. So that was a weird thought to have, but in my mind I'm thinking, okay, I'm touching something someone already touched, you know, and it yeah. seems weird to think that way, but that's exactly what was going through my head. Oh, I, I yeah. totally understand it. Yeah. Well, we ended up leaving a digital recorder there on one of the autopsy tables. Yeah, And we walked away. We went back to base camp, which was the gift shop. Uh, tried to regroup, get a drink, uh, change out batteries and stuff. So we just left that running. And then we came back and collected it later. And when Josh and I were reviewing it, you can hear what sounds like rocks or pebbles being thrown inside that. Was that an elevator shaft? What was that? Yeah, that was, an ele- that was like the service elevator. Yeah. And so, and the funny thing is, is there are reports of rocks being thrown inside there. Was that the same elevator shaft that that guy died in? Oh, the homeless man. Yes. I don't know. And his dog. He's got two elevators. Yeah. Yeah. And And I don't know which one. Yeah. I don't think, I don't, I don't think that was the one. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. The pebbles getting thrown, that was a big one. You know, it's like, where is this, where's this coming from? Yeah. You could could hear it. You could hear it. And, and so it was definitely neat that we caught that on the digital too. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. And then I think, uh, after that, I think we all kind of split up and kind of, no, I guess we went up to three again, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And that's when we brought the big rubber ball up there to see if we could get Timmy to interact with the uh, the big rubber ball. Yeah, and Nicole and I moved the trash can in the middle of the hall and kind of left it there. Yep. Yeah. So um, I think the rest of the night was actually pretty uneventful, wasn't it? I don't think we saw or heard too much after that. I mean, we, was- had, we had some personal experiences, but well, it was mostly quiet. Yeah, I think... One of dad's big things that he would bring up is how he got locked out of Waverly. <laughs> he did. So all of us, where were we? We were up on, we, he mi- had, he were had we up stop. on three? Yeah. I think yeah. we were up on three at this time. And we get this text saying, I'm locked out. Yeah. You know, and we're, we're like, like, what do you mean how, you're locked out? How'd you, you locked get locked out? out? 
And yeah, so we had to go and we, we let him in. But yeah. yeah. But it was just weird because even the guy that was in the gift shop said, that's not locked. Mm-hmm. And dad was trying to get in. He goes, no, it was locked. And he says, no, it, it's not locked. He knew dad was outside. He said, I wouldn't have locked it. But dad yeah. couldn't get back in. It was strange. Definitely yeah. strange. Yeah, that is weird. So, but that was pretty much our night. Yeah. There. And it was what, eight hours? It was an eight hour eight investigation. Hour one, yeah. yeah. So, and it's amazing how fast eight hours goes um, no when you're out investigating. Kidding. When you're not freezing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when you're not freezing. And yeah, it goes by really quick. And, you know, you think eight hours, you're like, wow, that's a long time. You get into it, and yet it's almost like you blink and you're done. It was just, even, yeah. even if we wouldn't have picked up anything, that it's a piece of history, you know, just to go Absolutely. through it in general was just amazing. Yeah. Just to be there in that building yeah. with all that history. And this is the you. first time I ever actually did any, not editing, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, investigating, you know, like mm-hmm. I put headphones on. I went into what we did catch and I wrote right. down the times and Review. everything. Yeah. And then I sent them to you guys. Remember? I was like, you hey, did. it's these. Do you hear what I hear? And, yeah. And it felt cool, actually. And that was time that went by fast, too. I was sitting there on the computer for three hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. You get so involved in it that you just don't realize the hours are passing. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, how did you guys feel um, in the building? What Do you guys have any, like, um, emotion just being in that building in itself? That's actually really funny you mentioned that because the only person I told this to was dad. Um, I was still a little tired. We tried resting, you know, that day, but it was hard when you're excited about something. <laughs> So the minute we walked into that building, I felt like I had just had three cups of coffee. I was unbelievably like caffeinated and ready to go. And, and it stayed that way. Like instead of when at Dodge or not Dodge City, um, Deer Lodge, I just kept getting tired and tired and no energy. And this one, it was almost the exact opposite. And yeah. that's how I felt. And every single time I went to ask a question, I, it, it was weird. It's like I knew which ones wouldn't get answered and which ones would. And that was just crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I walked in, you know, that that was the second time that Josh and myself had been there. Yep. But when we walked in, I said, I'm home. Because I really felt like I was returning home in a way. Um, you just, you feel all these emotions um, just coming at you. You're glad that you're there. I was thrilled to be there again. I was truly thrilled. Yeah, it but was you feel, exciting. Yeah, it was exciting. But you also feel the weight of... What happened there? Oh, yeah. You feel the fear, you know, of being scared. Mary's not like was, yeah, I was actually scared in that area. Yeah. The emotion, you know, the people, the, the sick people thinking, you know, I'm never coming out of here. This is it. Um, you just, you feel it all. Yeah. And it can be overwhelming if you let it for sure. Yeah. And it, the building itself, I think, has a, a very heavy um, kind of feeling uh, to it, the property itself, right? Because a lot of people lost their lives um, in that building uh, during the pandemic and also after that when it became a nursing home and other things. And so you kind of feel all of that weight on Absolutely, you. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. So... Um, but yeah, that was, um, I mean, that was a wonderful time. I think we all had a great time and oh, yeah. uh, we're all looking forward to coming back. Yes, definitely. Oh yeah, we were, I think we were already kind of talking about making another plan yep. Yep. before we left. Yeah. Um, there's just far too many places to go 
and investigate that I have in my head. Like, I would love to go to Lizzie Ward and bed and breakfast. Oh, yeah. That yeah. would be amazing. That just sold. <laughs> did you hear that? It did. It just, they, yeah. for they, two million. Are they, yeah, I bet. Yeah. Are they keeping it a bed and breakfast, you know? Yeah, they're at, they actually are. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. So after all of uh, that, we had a rest day. Um, yes. The next day. The next day was a rest day because let's face it, um, you walk out of someplace at three o'clock in the morning and that's not a bar. Um, <laughs> you you kind of need some time to refresh and relax a little bit, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we ended up going out um, to uh, the Mega Caverns. Mega which, Caverns. Yeah, which oh, is in Louisville. No. I remember that. <laughs> it was fun. It was a suggestion that Stacy had made and we're like, we're in. And it was neat, though, because they basically, they put you in like this vehicle that doesn't have a top, and you just, they take you all through these caverns, and you're going under places in Louisville like the zoo. They're like, oh, the zoo's above us, and you know, and this is above us, and you're just like, you can't believe it, you know? See, and that's probably the one thing we did on that trip that I was not a fan of. Every time they kept telling us how deep we were underground, I grabbed dad's arm and he goes, relax, you're fine. <laughs> and they have people underground lining. Yeah, they did. And I'm going, okay, that would be fun, but up upstairs, up that way. <laughs> yeah, well, it was massive. And there's a BMX, cares. like, dirt bike course yes, there. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, there is. That's true. Um, and uh, the crazy thing was, is um, during the Cold War, uh, they actually... Um, use that as a contingency fallout shelter in case of a uh, nuclear strike during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah. So uh, this place is, I mean, it is, it's massive. I think it was like an hour-long tour that you go through. And Are you sure it wasn't a three-hour tour? It was definitely three not a three-hour hour tour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, yes, no. guess that would make me Gilligan. <laughs> Oh, you know who that makes you. <laughs> I'm a skipper. <laughs> but, you know, something else that was really cool is they have storage under there uh, in the mega caverns. Because it stays about 65 degrees year round, they store like Hollywood film. Uh, they have props like uh, the family. What's it? Roadster or whatever. Or what's, what does he call it on vacation? Yeah, I think it's the family. Oh, the family truckster uh, from uh, National Lampoon's vacation. Yeah. Um, so they store those things there because the temperature is so consistent that it doesn't break down or ruin them, and so they can keep them there I and think, preserve them. I think they're actually. I think they also have office space down there too that you can uh, rent. They out. do. They do. So like, you can definitely like, uh, you know, work underground. Um, yeah. In that in that environment, See, which is, is crazy. Does that not terrify you guys? No, no, really. Now, if I was down there by myself, you, by would, yourself, you'd be scared. I would be scared. But Can you imagine being this, down there? Yes, but what if this thing caves in? See, I can't do underground stuff. Well, at least it will be quick. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, See, I can do underground, no problem. Put me 200, 300 feet in the air. See, uh, I'm yeah, fall, I'm, the exact I'm, opposite. I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'll jump fall out of the plane. I will. <laughs> as long as I know the parachute works. <laughs> no guarantees. Nope. So, um, yeah, so after that, I think we uh, we kind of rested up and uh, we left the next day. Um, and we kind of started our uh, meandering trip um, home, mainly because uh, we went to St. Louis, uh, which is southwest. 
and then we went southeast. Yeah. Which is not the way back to Utah. <laughs> no, not at all. And where were we going, Josh? We were going to Branson, Missouri. Yes. Branson. So anybody that knows Nicole knows that she is a huge Titanic fan. Small. And in Branson, Missouri, they have one of the Titanic museums. And it was shaped like the darn ship. It's yes. huge as building. They had the whole aft of the ship. And... And it was amazing. And then, of course, they tell you, well, no video or anything inside. No the cameras. Building. I'm going, yeah. what? What? I'm, and I walk right into what looks just like the main staircase where the, the clock grand was. Staircase. The grand staircase where the clock was. Beautiful. And I actually start crying. And I wished so bad I could have taken out my phone and just went click and put it back. But I didn't want to get kicked out of something yeah. I really wanted to see. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know it was a replica of everything. But there, that building did have somewhat of a heavy feeling. I mean, you could oh, yeah. almost feel like the water rushing in and running up the staircase. And, mm-hmm. and there was just kind of that, um, I don't know, almost foreboding yeah. feeling in the well, building. Well, like that moment on the deck. You know, they have this fake deck, an iceberg you can touch. Josh and I stuck our hands in cold water to see how long we could keep it in. But it felt like we, we, we honestly were like, wow, this is so cool. How'd you guys get this to move on the deck? And the lady says, it's not moving. It's, you know, this is a building. It's it's straight. This is a concrete building guys. But you stand on that deck and it, it feels like, it feels like it's cutting waves. Yeah, it really does. It It really does. And you can feel it and and it's right on the outside. So you walk in and there's a, a wheelhouse and, and like the, the bridge area, right? Then you walk out a door, and that's where you'd walk on what would be the front of the boat. And you, they kind of have the temperature down in that area to give it more of a feeling of what it would have been like that night. Um, but yeah, that's and that's what you kind of feel. And we, you could feel this like the undulation of a boat moving. Um, so, okay, so before yeah, we I'm went, sorry, that was Jim, just to make sure because all I heard was whispering. I did too. <laughs> I'm going, yeah, what's that? <laughs> whispering for the recorder. Yeah. <laughs> But didn't we go to Uranus Fudge Factory before we hit the Titanic Museum? We did, because we left, uh, no pun now, the butt crack of dawn. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so we were, you know, we were traveling. It's a, um, what, four and a half hour, five hour drive um, from Louisville to uh, Branson, Missouri. And it's not a straight, I mean, if it was a straight shot, I think we'd get there in an hour and a half. Um, but you, you have to drive in a, basically a giant U. Yeah. To get there. But we started seeing these billboards. We did. And um, you were taking an, uh, a slight nap at the time. And so I, I was. was seeing them. And all you could see was the best fudge from comes from Uranus. <laughs> and I thought it was a joke. Um, until we started seeing more of them. And I'm like, oh, we've got to stop at the fudge factory. Yeah. And a, a hilarious story about this. So Dad and Nicole are follow, following our car. And... <laughs> We get to the parking lot, and we pull in, and we're like, well, they weren't that far behind us. So we kind of get out, and we're walking towards the front door of uh, the factory, and Nicole calls, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, where are you guys going? It's back there. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, we're following you, and you passed it. And I'm like, no, we're in the parking lot. Following a completely different car that's the same color. <laughs> but not the same make. No. no. <laughs> All I looked for was maroon. <laughs> yeah, Dad was following somebody else completely. Yeah, it wasn't absolutely. us. We, we made it there. We actually. made it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and that was, I mean, they, uh, they play that up. 
so much about being in Uranus. Um, <laughs> you walk in and they're like, "Welcome to Uranus." Best match factory. Best Uncle Jim's laughing. From Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> so of course then, we had to buy some fudge. Absolutely, and then <laughs> and then you get done and you check out, and they're like, "Did we pack your fudge tight enough for you?" <laughs> again (laughs) so and you know and the funny thing is is because dad and nicole weren't like right behind us and we got into the store first i was ready with my camera and i was recording it as they walk through and as the gal behind the counter says welcome to uranus and the look on nicole's face and dad's face is priceless (laughs) phenomenal oh man (laughs) but they had some amazing things in there i mean it was all just hilarious yeah I'm really glad we we stopped. I am too, and that's I mean that's one of the things that is phenomenal about taking a road trip versus taking a flight is you're gonna miss those little things. Exactly. Yes. You see so much more on the road. You do. Yeah. Um, we could have gone to the. I mean, we could have gone a way off course and gone to the four four states. Oh, four, four quarters. quarters. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know, we had discussed that previously too. We did. It was just too far south it was a little um, too on far. our southern trip coming yeah. back. So, but Dad had decided that he really wanted to go to Dodge City. Yes. So we just and it wasn't something that we had planned for, but he really wanted to go. They have a wax museum there and all this stuff, and he was just really set on going. So we're like, "What the heck? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it." Yeah. I mean, when else are we gonna have a chance to do it? You know. And, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And this is another case of me not booking the hotel. <laughs> and uh, and then Larry uh, booking the hotel for us. <laughs> yes. And it was a view right out of The Shining. <laughs> not The Shining. I'm not, sorry, not Poltergeist. The Shining. Poltergeist. You show up and there's 17 TVs sitting out in, on the yes. floor, right out in front of the building. And, you're like, and the pool was cemented in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh my gosh, what happened in this hotel that you had to do all of this? <laughs> Well, in our door, our front door to our hotel was warped. We had to like shove it and then to lock it. And then like there was a gap towards the top still. Yeah, and I, I think that was still $80 <laughs> a night for yeah. something like this. And our, con- our adjoining room, the door handle wasn't even there. <laughs> so we, I had him shove the tube TV up against it just so nobody just could in come case, in. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad. We actually took Josh took a picture of the TVs sitting outside every door of, of the rooms on there. Terrible. So yeah, <laughs> that was terrible. Ice machine broken and everything. <laughs> but uh, it, it is what makes these trips so much fun. Oh yeah, and memorable. Yeah, definitely. And so the but next you day, guys you guys spoiled us with the Hilton, though. You did. You did well, spoil us with hey, the Hilton. You, Any hotel would have been crappy. After that's that. true. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to stay in nice hotels. I want my chocolate on my pillow. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> not, not at the one that Dad got, though. I don't think it'd be chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it might have a little grass on it. Yeah. Oh, grass <laughs> kernel corn. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day we went to go to the wax museum, which was the big thing that Larry wanted to do. And oh, yeah. what did we find out? They were closed. Even though their sign said, we're open. Yep. They had a big sign saying, we're open. And then... When you look over at the building, it says we're closed. Yeah, that really put <laughs> Dad a damper was in Dad's pissed. day. He was so angry. He was mad. But yeah. we still did get to go through like actual Dodge City, you know. We did, and, and we, we got lots of to pictures go where Miss Kitty liked to play. Yeah, Dad was kind <laughs> of kind of in a bad mood after that. He was. Yeah. But he definitely was. We took lots of pictures, and we kind of put it together in a video montage. And and there's this one picture that I took. It's of a double outhouse. Oh, <laughs> and. 
So when we put it in the montage, I told Josh, I said, caption it, shitter's full. <laughs> and so you can watch that on YouTube. Yes. Yep. Yes. Got a picture of you guys in jail. That was yes. 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 Yeah. And you can find that video at, on our YouTube channel at Cold Spot Paranormal Research. And we actually ordered, the bar was open. I mean, wasn't we a did. bar. We did. We went in there and we ordered... He got a beer. He got a beer. I got an yep. $8 soda. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did too. Azariah had a, a sarsaparilla. Yeah, and I think I had like a $4 water. Yeah. <laughs> it was like being at Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so. I'm going, oh gosh, okay. But no one's in here. We're on vacation though. <laughs> yes. yes. And then and then uh, after our fun in Dodge City, we, we kept heading west. We ended up stopping in Colorado, um, yes. just west of Denver out in the, the Rocky Mountains. That was cold. That was so cold. It was cold. So Josh, Azariah, and myself stayed in a in a yurt, mm-hmm. kind of up in the mountains. Um, it was lovely. Absolutely it was gorgeous. Amazing. Yeah, I'd we, never we stayed in one. We should have. Yeah, <laughs> Dad and Nicole decided to go to a hotel room. And why don't you tell us a little bit of what that was like? Well, the hotel room gives you a key first. No, no, no cards like hotels have now. They still have the key with the keychain. And we opened it up, and the front door warped. Right. So if we didn't shut it right, it wouldn't have locked or shut. <laughs> and I'm looking around at this place, and it just looks dirty. And all I'm thinking is, okay, we're just here to sleep. We're just here to sleep. But I needed a shower. So I'm in the shower, and Dad can hear me screaming because it's either scolding hot or freezing cold. And he's on the phone with my mom going, I guess I'm not showering tonight. <laughs> it's just like, can we just sleep? This hotel sucks. <laughs> oh, he was cracking up laughing so hard. <laughs> but we did have breakfast in town at the yes. diner, and that was Marian's. amazing. Marian's? Its name, yeah, Marian's, the yeah. the little place we ate at was called Marion's. Amazing food, beautiful view, absolutely. The mountains with the snow. Gorgeous. The yeah. whole side was uh, glass, and it was just looking up at the it the was mountains. Beautiful, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely beautiful. And then we took our final leg home. We did which, final stretch. Yeah, which uh, we took the interstate, uh, so we went through Vail, Colorado. Um, That's beautiful too. Absolutely gorgeous. And we it, stayed at your guys' place one more night, right? Because we got yep. back so late. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you guys stayed with us, and then. And then it, the trip was over. So, what was it, 2,500 miles? Yeah, I think it was well, more than that. The rip, I think it was like 35. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and if you think about and us I think coming for, back from, from yeah. here, I think ours was even longer. For you and yeah. Dad, yeah. I think it was even longer. Well, and it was almost over. We had such a great week. We're driving back home to Washington, and we're passing the Silver Dollar Bar. And the next thing I know is we're parked off to the side, and Dad's talking to me like, are you okay? Are you okay? I was like, why? I just thought I fell asleep. Uh, it turns out I had a seizure. Yeah. You know, and I have epilepsy, so it's not like my first one, but never had him in the middle of the day before. Not once. And thank goodness I wasn't behind the wheel. <laughs> thank yes. goodness. But didn't you say that you think what kicked that off might have started that was you my were pumping yourself was, on caffeine? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened. It'd and be it like taking three it. monsters and not moving out of a seat. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what happened. Not good. Yeah. Trying to stay awake to drive. And yeah, thank goodness we had switched drivers. <laughs> right. <No kidding. laughs> right. So, yeah, that was an amazing, uh, absolutely amazing trip. And I think we, almost immediately after that trip, we started planning our next one. We did. We did. And that one's coming up in 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we talk a little bit about where we're going with that one, Josh? So A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. It, <laughs> Just we'll, a smidge. It, yeah, we'll make, and, and we'll make it brief. <laughs> um, we decided to uh, go back to Waverly um, because we love the place so much. Um but we decided to take it one step further um, and do either six or seven investigations in two weeks. 
ending in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. So we decided to make the trip even longer, hit even more states, and have even more fun. Absolutely. So we definitely got to go back to Branson. Absolutely. <laughs> and go to some of those concerts. Go see a fake Elvis. Why not? <laughs> Dad I'm would be right it. there with us because that's the one thing he wanted to do in Branson was go to all of those shows. No. And he knew we couldn't. <laughs> we could do that. Yeah. But um, for those of you that don't know, this 2023 trip will be um, in Dad's honor. Um, and, you know, Dad, we lost him uh, October 9th well, of 2020. Six months ago tomorrow. Yeah. And so... This was a trip that we were planning. Dad was psyched to go. Um, and I remember uh, he told me, one of our last talks, was that one thing I was to do is to make sure that my sister Nicole goes. He made me promise. Yeah, yeah, you're just saying that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to find out. <laughs> okay. And he also said that he may not be there physically, but that he will be going on that oh, damn trip. Okay. And he <laughs> says, I'll be there, damn it. <laughs> and I believe him. I do. Yeah. So, yeah, this one will be for in dad's honor. So. Yes. Absolutely. And I think it's uh, I think it's going to be an epic trip, that's just like anything that, yeah. that we're going to do. But um, it's going to be uh, emotional and it's going to be um, uh, quite wonderful just, in the same token. Yeah. The cemetery in Kansas. Yes. 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 Why don't you tell us a little bit about that, Nicole? Oh, my gosh. You know. Okay. Oh, I know. <laughs> yes. I have been a huge fan of the show Supernatural came out in what, October of 2005, and I've watched every episode, including the last one. And one of their main fin- finales was in this cemetery in Kansas City. Is that right? Kansas City, I believe. No, Lawrence. No, Lawrence. It's just outside of Lawrence, Kansas. That's right, Kansas. Lawrence, Kansas. And they have this huge showdown, and Jamie brought up that cemetery you know, in Lawrence, Kansas. And she said, we're, we're going to go to it. I was like, you are kidding me. Really? And yeah. I just got so Josh excited. actually originally had the idea. And then I kind of added to it and says, you know what? I'm going to get those stand-up cardboard life-size of Dean and Sam. <laughs> we're going to stand and we're going to stage them around the cemetery. And we're all going to take turns kind of acting out some of the scenes. We're going to get some pictures. And we're just going to have a lot of fun with it, you know? So as, as long as we don't get to explode like Castiel, I think we'll be fine. but... <laughs> hey, ass butt. Yeah. <laughs> That's your ringtone, by the way. As long as we don't get to explode. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that was the thing, right? I got to bring Castiel with me. I've got a Castiel bobblehead. You oh, can see, go right perfect. with us. Yes. But yeah, that was the thing, right? Because uh, uh, Lucifer got out. He he snapped his fingers, and uh, Castiel, Ooh, exploded Castiel exploded into uh, a mist. A mist, yeah. <laughs> So, but God brought him back. Yes, he did. <laughs> but some of the other places we're going to go, we're going to go to the Basilica uh, Axe Murder House. We will be staying the night in the house. Yeah. We're going to go to Lake Shawnee Amusement Park. Uh, yeah. We will be uh, setting up tents and staying the night out there. Uh, Trans-El- the Trans- <laughs> Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, which yes. will be the first uh, actual insane asylum that we'll have mm-hmm. investigated. Penhurst. Lunatic Asylum. Hmm. Um, We're doing Penhurst. Penhurst. Yeah. And also potentially the Ohio State Reformatory. Potentially. Potentially. So um, that is the plan for uh, locations on that trip. And we'll just see kind of what we hit. Um, And then also on the way back, um, also in uh, in Larry's honor, we are going to uh, stop by the uh, Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Oh, yes. Nice. So found out that it's a short trip away. Um, 
on our way back. And mm-hmm. so it's like, hey, we're going to be going through this area anyway. Might as well stop off in Canton. That is yes. so cool. Yeah. And we are also planning on doing a team lunch at Bobby Mackey's. Never heard of Bobby Mackey's. What? Yeah. See, now, <laughs> now you're going to explain it to me. <laughs> um, Bob so- Mackey, didn't he do the dresses? No, Bobby no. Mackey is the <laughs> singer who opened up his own bar who claims he has a portal to hell in his basement. Oh. Um, <clears throat> several <laughs> How invest- inviting. I know. Like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> uh, several investigation groups have gone there, including Ghost Hunters and Ghost Adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, it is also a place you can rent out and investigate. Uh, so if you guys are interested or live in that area, I would highly recommend going and eating or investigating if you mm-hmm. so choose. But save your pennies because it is quite pricey. Yeah. And it is quite short. And I go back to work next week. So woohoo. Save those pennies. That's save right. those pennies. <laughs> so that's um, kind of our, our, our trip uh, from 2017. No, no, no. 2017, 2019. 2017 and 2019, sorry. And our upcoming Um, trip in 2023. And our upcoming trip. I'm sorry. I, I for some reason, thought it was like 2019 again. (laughs) No, I'd like like this part to be over with. Let's keep going forward. (laughs) Right? Um, So uh, we're going to actually get you all to know Nicole a little bit better. Um, Nicole, what got you into the paranormal? Well, ever since I was little, I've had a thing for scary movies. I'm one of the only people in my family that like to watch scary movies, even if it's terrifying. And so that was always like, it was, you know, like Freddy Krueger, Jason, stuff like that. You know, Stuff that terrified the crap out of me? That terrified the crap out of you, but that you knew couldn't possibly be real. At least that that was my thought. Then I slowly got into the paranormal stuff. Um, Oh gosh, you guys remember Unsolved Mysteries? Absolutely. And uh, Ghost Hunters. You know, I watched that. All the time. Every time it came on, it was recorded. I watched it. But the one thing is, I used to have this reoccurring dream all the time when I was younger. And it was always of someone standing at the foot of my bed. Someone would always be standing at the foot of my bed. And I would close my eyes, open them up, and they would get closer and closer. And when that dream just kept happening, I remember my aunt telling me, well, maybe it's not a dream. Maybe you have an angel watching over you. And I go, oh, interesting. But then I stayed the night at my sister's one night at her old house and she had these two wall sconces on the back of the wall and there was a bunch of people there so I was sleeping on the living room floor I opened my eyes and still to this day I can see the man with the overalls just standing underneath the lights and I remember not even closing my eyes I just stared at him and stared at him until eventually I fell back to sleep but that um, along with many other EVPs I've heard has gotten me into the paranormal and I know that it's absolutely nothing to be afraid of that's correct yep Knowledge is power, yeah, as they say. And I had um, my brother passed away. Our brother passed away yes. in two thousand five. Yeah. And when I start getting dimes everywhere, yeah, in the most random place. I mean, yeah, you can find a dime on the floor and just think, okay, someone dropped their change. But when you're getting it inside your shoes you just bought, or on top of your leftovers that you just left a restaurant with, yeah. I mean, you can't explain that. It's yeah. it's yeah. unexplainable. And so I believe that that was my brother saying hi. A lot. (laughs) Yeah. I believe that too. Yeah. hundred percent. And then just these little things all over the place, you know, things that happen that you cannot explain. I mean, I could scientific the crap out of some stuff, but it's still going to be me guessing, you know, it's not going to be for sure. Yeah. And then knowing, you know, getting into this with you guys, Waverly was fantastic. Even the small part of uh, Deer Lodge I went to was cool what we got when she set that flashlight in the cell nobody was near it you could see front behind everything and the light was going off with her questions and i'm just going 
okay, seeing this on TV and seeing it in person is way different. It's yeah. <laughs> kind of trippy, isn't it? It is, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And then your dowsing rods. Mm-hmm. Those are my go-tos. Seeing them be answering questions, like specific questions. Yeah. It's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. And just amazing at the same time. I mean, you can't go through an investigation and get tired. I stopped doing Deer Lodge because I was freezing, but not once did I get tired. Right. It was just, you know, maybe a little draining. But remember, you got drained that night, too. Yeah. Your energy was gone. So Josh, my son, was with us, and he was scared, obviously. He wanted to do this. We didn't push him to do it. We said, you know, this would be a good place. You're with mom and dad. Um, we're right here. Yeah. But he kept leaning his head on me, and I felt like a battery being drained. Like he was sucking my energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got really, really tired. Yeah. Really quick because he was scared and it's like it was just draining me. Yeah. yeah. Well, dad has been into the paranormal since as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. He used to say that somebody was playing his bass when he was sleeping at night. <laughs> I he remember said, this. I'd go to sleep and someone is playing my bass. Just and this I knew one that note. Place was haunted. Just one note over and over until he realized it was my mom snoring. <laughs> <laughs> at least she was in tune. <laughs> yes. So he, he almost got bummed out. He's like, dang it. He I was disappointed. My yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and you know, through everything, the one thing that dad and I could really relate on was the paranormal. Oh yeah. It was a nice little thing you guys had together, you know, it was awesome. Yes. And, and you know, and he, you know, all of us that like the paranormal, we all just can relate. And it was nice. There was this connection. Instead yeah. of you talking to someone and looking, seeing them look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you're just off the wall, right? But yeah, just amazing. Yeah. But um, I remember when we were all younger and the house on Adams and I brought over the sightings cassette or uh, VHS yes. and we put it in and we were watching the sightings and, and they were, show, you know, they were letting you listen to these EVPs saying, I'm up with Betty. I'm up with Betty. Yes. And I was seeing the war and these were a couple of EVPs. And I was so, seeing the war. So we'd tell Will, you know, Dad would tell Will at the when we were done watching this, Will, go down to the basement and shut off the lights, you know. And he he was scared because, you know, it's a little yes. frightening. And you'd hear him go downstairs, and Dad's like, and, yo, don't, come up with Betty, you know. And then you'd hear Will, you'd hear the light go, and then you'd hear Will go, and he was booking it up the stairs. And Dad's like, look out, look out, she's behind you. Well, and I used to terrify my mom and my dad because I'd be in the basement and you have the home phones that we used to have. No one has them anymore. (laughs) I'd be downstairs and I hit the intercom and I'd go, they're here. (laughs) And my mom's like, Nikki, shut up. (laughs) She's like, don't do that. Poltergeist always terrified her. (laughs) Good. Um, So what is the scariest thing you've ever seen? Paranormal. 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 I was going to say, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, okay. Um, We lived in this house, Princeton, I want to say the street was. I was young and I have very few memories from that house, but I do have one because every day me and my friend Jennifer would go by this house that was next door to me and we would peek in the windows and no one lived there, but you saw boxes and boxes of just clothes all over the floor and they were like tipping out of the boxes. We tried, we're kids, okay, so this was stupid. We tried going in, but the slider door was always, you know, shut and locked. And so instead, every time we would play, we'd play in that backyard and look through the windows to see, you know, just messing around. I'm sleeping one night, and I just wake up. Don't know why I woke up. You just do. And the light upstairs in that house is on. And it never usually is. Right. So I'm going, oh, someone does live there. Okay. And I 
lay back down to go to sleep, and then I wake up again, and the light's off. But nobody lives there, but that happened for like three nights in a row. The light would turn on and off. And so I never went in the backyard of this place again. Was it always just around the same time? Um, you know, I wish I knew. I just knew it was always when I was in bed. So yeah. I had to have been. Yeah. So it probably was. Yeah. Which is, which is weird. Yeah. Right? Yeah, very strange. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you if it was 3 a.m. or not, but I remember just everybody was asleep. And I'm right. going, Why? who is in this house? Right. But that house never sold. It was stayed empty until the day we moved out. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So that was, I, I was young enough for that to terrify the heck out of me. <laughs> well, they always say, you know, you, I mean, obviously if you're feeling those feelings mm-hmm. and they say that paying attention to how you feel in your gut instinct and all that is the best instrument that you could have. I just an investigation remember, tool. I remember my brain playing games with me. I'm going, nope, keep looking at it. Keep looking at it. No, turn away. No, don't turn away. Keep right. looking at it. And it would be one of those things that you keep looking at until it's like, Okay, good night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of those things, right? Like, you want to see something happen. Yes. But you don't want to see something happen because yeah. you know what's going to terrify you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you can't look away. But even yeah. seeing that person in my sister's house didn't scare me. He was just there. Right. It didn't scare me. And Mindy, to this day, that's the one time she believes me about this stuff. She said she believes that because for years afterwards, my story never changed. She's like, you were terrified to sleep in my living room. Yeah. She's like, I believe you actually saw something, and I'm glad I don't live there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Minnie's not really into not it. So it, much, it. It does no. scare her Neither is mom. She, was, she refuses to listen she when does. we come home. Yeah. She's like, stop. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> She'll get up and leave the room. She's like, mm-hmm. bye. <laughs> so I, I know we touched on this uh, a little bit before, but what was your first investigation, uh, paranormal investigation that you had? Oh, it had to have been the cemetery here. That's right. Yeah, yeah the cemetery right up the street from the house. We, uh, we had gotten these new equipment, and we wanted to check them out. Well, we were told you weren't supposed to do it in your own house. And we Don't did it investigate anyway. your own house. We did it, but we did say goodbye, you know. And, yeah. And besides, we already knew something was here anyway. Yep. <laughs> not Derek. It's not Derek. Yeah. Not Derek. <laughs> Is your name Derek? Not Okay, so it's not Derek. So that's the only way we know who lives here, not Derek. So you call him now, not Derek. <laughs> yeah. But then we decided, hey, let's go to the cemetery. The weirdest part about that is we all had our machines on, mm-hmm. but the second we stepped out of the car to go into the cemetery, they all shut off. They didn't work. They malfunctioned. They did not work. They malfunctioned. And not just one person, all of ours. All of them. Quit working. And yeah. it was just the weirdest flipping thing. And one of our most skeptical sisters, Ashley, she even said, okay, that's strange. Yeah. <laughs> she admitted it was pretty She admitted strange. it was weird. You know, and, and it's fair to say, though, that there was a thunder and lightning Very storm yes. out that night. Very true. Um, I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Um, it's always possible. Yeah. Yeah. Electrical interference can happen, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. It was just really, but it, there was something weird about it, though, to be honest with you. I don't know if it's just everything, you know. You going could hear haywire? the doors open, though. You could hear the doors open, and yeah. then right after that, it just cuts off. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and it doesn't come back on. It doesn't kick back in and start recording until we get back in the car. Mm-hmm. It's like the minute we stepped outside of the vehicle, they quit working. But when we got back in, they all started working. It's almost like entering a, a giant uh, Faraday cage. There you go. What is that? Uh, those are... Um, they're EMF blockers. Oh, they are? Okay. So you'd put it something like if you're concerned about uh, outside EMF interference, you put it in a Faraday cage and um, you would not have that type of interference. Gotcha. So, but, I mean, you're talking about electronics just not working, mm-hmm. which is, you know. Well, and how fast the battery drains sometimes, too. You're going, with all that energy, you know, is just going. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you're trying to figure out what the heck's going on. And then we did, um, well, we did the Eagles Club here. Yes, yeah. the Fraternal Order of the Eagles yeah. up here in Deer Park. We did do that, and Dad actually set that up. Yeah, he did. Which and was pretty which cool. Which was great, and we yeah. got some in the smoking room. We always got something out there. Yeah. And which is weird because it's so strange. It's the newest it's the newest addition to the building. Yeah. And it's like within the last what couple decades. Yeah. So it's real new. Yeah, exactly. It's new, but we're out there and we're being quiet. We had Kaylin and Eric with us. We did. And they were really into it too, which kind of shocked me. I always Kaylin loves to razz me and stuff about the stuff, but she's into it. Well, her and Eric did actually really great. They did. I know they were a last minute uh addition. Yeah. Uh, to come in and, and join us, and they had never been on one, mm-hmm. but they helped with setup. Didn't we get an EVP that said something, Larry? Or yeah, but it was I one of we Dad's did. friends, wasn't it? Yeah, and I can't quite remember I, what it was, remember, but we did get but something. It, but it was Dad heard it, and he he got all teary eyed because he says he knew exactly who it was. Wow, yeah. Yeah. amazing. We got very little out out of that, and we did get some EVPs and stuff, but they were um, real light um, because the building was so small. Um, we had too many people for them out of the building. Um, we didn't walk away with a lot, so there we didn't do an episode or anything on it. Um, because it was just too much interference, too many people there. A lot of contamination. A lot of contamination. So yeah. we had to kind of just scrap it, which I felt bad about because Dad set this up. Well, and we got stuff too. That's and what we did. Me, we but, did. Yeah. Um, I had set a digital recorder up on the podium. And, and you did it was erased. Rods. Yeah, but the digital was erased. I walked away with nothing. Zero. Are you serious? That dowsing rod session that I did, and it was just you and I in there. Yeah. I walked away with nothing on the digital. No. But, yeah. but we did get it on video. Video, yes. Yes. So, so. you can see them. Yeah. Yes. Um, Giving you a hug. Yeah. That was just, I've was never seen amazing? dowsing rods do that. It was amazing. Just completely turned around and mm-hmm. tapped your shoulder. Yeah. It's just Great. Well, see, and that's when I use my rods. I have I have kind of a way of knowing who I'm talking to. Like if it's Will, yeah, I have him, you know, bring him around and flip him around and touch my arms and then pull him up and then back. So they're tapping oh, okay. my arms off and on, and that's how I know it's Will. And then if it's my best best friend Sarah who passed, then I have her just bring him around and just lay him on my arms. No tapping and yeah. no tapping. So wow. I can tell the difference. And if I'm correct, you guys say when you have dowsing rods, they're they're yours. They're attached to you, right? So letting other people like use them or borrow them is kind of a no-no? You can let other people use okay. them. Um, p- personally, for me, those are mine. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm very picky about, you know, um, somebody mm-hmm. else who's a big, you know, uh, user of uh, dowsing rods, um, I will let use them, typically. Yeah. Like I know Mike has, you know, when we were in there and he asked to use them to confirm a few things, it's like, go ahead. I don't have a problem with that because he's very big in the dowsing rods, just like Terry, you know, his yep. wife, same thing. So, and I've used them on, on occasion too. Um, is mm-hmm. unless I forget mine, um, I usually want to use them. So yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, they, there's kind of a bond, like a connection with them. And so it's, it becomes a very personal thing. And so it's kind of like, you know, letting someone use something that's very close and, and dear to you. So you try to be respectful of, of people in that avenue. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, and, and you guys had a good dowsing rod session. You guys yeah. talked with um, an old uh, family friend. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then I was with Eric and uh, Kaylin, and I did a dowsing rod session with them. 
And uh, we had a conversation with one of Eric's loved ones. Um, and what's cool about that um, in that avenue is I didn't know who, I didn't know anything about this woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and Eric didn't know a whole lot either, uh, mainly because she passed away um, when he was very young. And so when he went home and told his mom what had happened and the information that we gathered, um, she was able to confirm all of it. Oh, wow. And so we made believers out of, pe- out of two people oh, uh, yeah. right there. Yeah, it, it was amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, and then, and then you, guys, um, uh, you guys came with us to uh, the prison. Yes. So you've been on, what, three? Is yeah, that, is that correct count, now? Because it's, yeah, we went to the prison, Waverly. Um, and then the Eagles. The Eagles. So three investigations, and if we're not counting what we did here and at the cemetery. Because I don't know if that would be considered a full-on investigation because it no. was just pulled out of our hats. It was, hey, we got a new toy. Let's go down yeah. the cemetery. Okay. Let's see what we can do. Well, well go, I wanted to do play. the Thousand Step Cemetery here in Spokane, but... They are huge on people trespassing. Oh, I'm like sure. they will not allow it. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's one thing that I kind of want to put out there is you never go somewhere where you do not have permission yeah. ever. No. Yeah. For for many reasons. One, if nobody knows you're there and you get hurt, it's you know nobody's yeah. gonna know you're there. Exactly. And, and two, you know, you're, if you're trespassing, I mean, that's that's not okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and what happens to if, if you're trespassing on property, uh, haunted or not, right? Um, you can start ruining it for other people who, who want to be able to go and visit. And, yeah. And uh, a great case in point of that is St. Anne's Retreat over in Logan Valley. Yes. Um, or Logan Canyon. Um, they want to open that up, or they've wanted to open that up to paranormal investigation groups, but people will not stay off the property um, and stop trespassing, and so they won't open it up. And so we just got to be respectful of the pro- places that we're going and not be... Um, a butthead. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and you know, and the thing is, is there were talks about opening it up to paranormal groups to come and investigate. Um, but yeah, because of people just, and they got security cameras, you know, they got these people on camera yeah. and security guards and security guards, guards. But you know, here's, here's the thing. Um, St. Anne's retreat is up for sale now though. So I think it any, is. any chance of, you know, uh, whoever owns it now and is putting up for sale, letting anybody come in and investigate are pretty much nil. Uh, you know, hopefully if someone buys it, maybe they're going to buy it for the purpose of opening it up for yeah. those sort of things and renting or whatever. But we don't know. No. We just don't know. No. It would be amazing, though. But, and, you know, and that's another thing I want to touch on is like, you know, you get paranormal groups that go out there and they'll go out there and they'll vandalize or, you know, they'll do some stupid, stupid stuff. And we've had, you know, we've known of locations that, you know, will no longer let paranormal groups come in because of people like this. Yeah. And it makes me so angry. Yeah. It's just the sheer disrespect. And you give us all a bad name. You know, we're a serious group. We're out here and we're trying to do something and something we enjoy and love. Yeah. And we want to know the history and tell the story of those that, you know, are there, um, that are spirits that are, you know, might be there. And you have these other groups that come in and they, they do crap like this. And it just... It, just, it, it ruins it for everybody. It does. It ruins it for everybody. And so, you know, for those of uh, for those that do go out and investigate either on your own or within groups or even going out public, please be respectful of the property and the places that you're going and be respectful of the spirits that you're talking with. 
Um, Absolutely, yes. Because you do not want to ruin this uh, this experience for other people. We want to make sure that we allow other people uh, after us and and to come in and in, enjoy and experience things that we've experienced. One hundred percent. All right. We just want to say thank you for uh, coming out and hanging out with us today. Um, find us on uh, Facebook at Paranormal Peeps Podcast. And you can also find us uh, on Facebook at uh, Cold Spot Paranormal Research and our Facebook group. You can find us at Instagram at Cold Spot underscore Paranormal underscore Research. And you can also find us on YouTube at Cold Spot Paranormal Research. Yes. And as a reminder, guys, go check out the Holiday Road video montage that we did of our trip to Kentucky. It was the first major trip with our dad. And it was also, unfortunately, the last. But it's amazing. And it's something that we hold so dear to our hearts, especially now. Go check it out. I think, like I said, I thank you guys every day for planning that because that was the last trip we had with him. And it was unforgettable. Yeah. And it was absolutely unforgettable. Absolutely. <laughs> if you guys get a chance to do anything like that, do it. I promise you, you will enjoy it. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Stay ghosty, my peeps. Thank you for listening to the Paranormal Peeps Podcast. You can find us on social media at Twitter at CPR Paranormal, on Facebook at Paranormal Peeps Podcast, and Cold Spot Paranormal Research. And you can find us on Instagram at Cold Spot underscore Paranormal underscore Research.